2: Welcome to the Prospector's Radio Show, the talk show for our community. Please welcome Rich Cooley, Ron Harrison, Indiana Gold Hunter Dennis Dayton, Kathleen Biffle, and your host, Tim Grimes. All right, everybody.
3: Welcome back to another edition of Prospector Radio. It's Sunday, October 22nd, and we're coming to you live like always. First off, let me introduce my co-hosts that are with us. Well, let me start a little differently. First, Ron still hasn't made it back. He just said to tell everybody hello, and hopefully he will be back here within a week or two, we're hoping. So he's working on getting that internet done and getting his house together, so he will be back. But uh, on that note, first off, we're going to welcome Mr. Rich Cooley. How are you, Rich? Pretty good. How's everyone tonight? Doing good, brother.
4: What's been happening? Oh... I think I'm about ready to sneeze here in a little bit. So I sure. might. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much working on my dredge. I I got my final cleanup done basically for the Crony Club outing.
5: Mm-hmm. I
4: posted it on the main page. I don't know how to post it in the Crony Club. I was going to post it in there, and I didn't know how to do it on the Facebook page for uh-huh. Prospector Radio. So, okay. But I put it in on the main page, and I got about 14 or 15. Actually, pickers that I could pick up with my fingers. It looked good. It is peppery and, and... it was killing, man. It was awesome. You nailed it. Great job. Imagine yeah. what you blew
3: out the bottom when.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised. I mean, I separated. I wanted to see what I did on the last day. Uh huh. Because I got my biggest pickers on the last day. Right. So I was. That's why I was hoping somebody would get back in uh-huh. that colt in that hole, because I already did all the dirty work. I mean. Everything could have been right there for the getting. But man, I I got some really nice gold the last day. I mean Oh, it looked awesome. But I had I had about four gallons in one bucket and then I had a quarter of uh quarter of a bucket in the other one. And that quarter bucket was like a three hour run mm-hmm. on uh Sunday there. But I had a four gallons of other material that what really gets me was I probably would have had more gold, but 20 or 30 minutes of the gold went back into the creek on Sunday. Right. And that was my best day of running. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. As I said, it looks good. You got the picture up on the main page of GPS. Yeah, yeah was, there was a, a it, lot of nice pickers there. Definitely. I mean, it was really good gold. Yes. Way to go. You did great. So,
4: And then I started to process so working on my dredge. and went to the store and got some stuff.
3: Got some parts. So,
4: yep. Got some parts, and mm-hmm. I'll be starting to tear it apart and redo it. Nice, good. I'm going to redo the whole thing.
3: Yeah, winter hasn't even started yet, and you're already starting. See, uh, yeah. I,
4: <laughs> I got some stuff I'm going to add tonight during our coolies corner, and we'll talk a little bit about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and stuff like that.
3: Oh, okay. Sounds interesting. Looking forward to coolies corner tonight for sure. I know you gave us a little sneak at what you're gonna yep. be talking about today.
4: basically show. gonna be on getting your gear ready for winter time
3: winterizing your equipment huh
4: Very yeah
3: good i think that's a good topic right now seeing how it's getting colder here you know and uh yeah definitely a good idea <laughs> thanks rich here All right bro. not All a right. problem thanks for being here brother also joining us tonight we got miss kathleen bippo how are you kathleen Oh, I'm exhausted. Again? <laughs> Why are you exhausted? Well, you exhausted? know, those
0: weekends of, of dredging and all the excitement that finding gold, you know, that kind of thing. I'm just, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a great weekend. How'd you do? I did really well. Um, I haven't weighed it. Uh, Carrie and I... Went down on Friday night. Uh, Shad dropped me off, and then he went back home to go hunting mm-hmm. with my brother. Mm-hmm. So he left uh, Carrie and I down there that night. Uh, <laughs> we had it was an adventure, <laughs> to say the least. It but was... then the next day, you know, we got up and got set up in the creek and doused a couple areas that we like. We we were we were eyeballing the last time at the Crodies outing, and then right. this weekend we actually got to do it, and I uh, just found a lot of gold.
3: Nice. Now, did you go back to... Carrie your... got a
0: couple pickler, pick, pickers.
3: Carrie always gets picklers, you know? Yeah, seems picklers. Like. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to your I same I had spot? an almost picker. No, was you in your... Sister? <laughs> it was more round. <laughs> was you in your same hole, or did you pick a new spot?
0: No, we, we picked a new spot that we were looking at uh, the last time, and we just... We're dowsing both of them like well you know let's just let's just go someplace new and see what's see what's up and mm-hmm. we were not disappointed
3: nice i'm happy for you now i want you to tell everybody i went always talking about this pre-show somebody come around and pa- was passing out some flyers right
0: yeah uh well we were down in the creek today and mm-hmm. they pulled in on atvs and, and shot you have to keep me honest here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might, I I might say it wrong or something. Okay, the be, sequence of events, be, but anyway. PC about. Uh, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie went up, and she to the portage John, and she came back with this fly, flyer, and uh, the neighbors had typed it up and put it in there, and they were appalled at the um, way that the prospectors were leaving the, their creek. Mm-hmm. And yeah. saying that we were leaving metal garbage behind, nobody was picking up after themselves, and um, and then of course all the rocks and, and, and the holes. Mm-hmm. So, and then they were going to contact the game warden and all of this stuff, and it, it, and I just kind of felt uncomfortable right. after that I didn't, you know, I didn't want to hang out too long today. So right. you know, we packed up and left. But oh, sure, it, it was. And then we're looking around the creek. And you know, there's tires, there's gutters that are just lodged in the trees, and then they have toilets. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's there's a bunch of junk right. in that right. that we that we take out.
5: Yes, yeah, so and, yeah. and then
0: I looked at my um big my gold pan full of junk, mm-hmm. <laughs> spark plugs, nails, you name it, and I could barely pick it up because I had so much.
3: Oh, see, ain't that ain't that crazy?
0: And, and it was just like, and I I don't know, I, I just really hope that they don't start any trouble down there. Right. And I just want to remind all of you folks, if you do visit uh, anywhere, just fill in your holes.
3: Yeah, and, and pack out pack what you up. pack in, you know, for sure. yeah Right? Yeah. And a little extra, if possible. Because, right, I mean, it's... Uh,
0: and always pick up your trash.
3: Yes, always. And, uh, yeah, because we know how it's... How we leave things, and we always leave it. please better. remember to dredge responsibly. that's it We <laughs> leave it better than we found it. That's our goal well we
0: don't and, and you know, and I could see some of it where you know when when Bill was in the hospital, right, something happened while he was in there that these folks came down and started blasting away at the at the um bank mm-hmm. and that upset the farmer behind them. And luckily, Bill was able to smooth things over. But, you know, all it takes is just one bad person and to ruin it for everyone. Yes, it does. And that's such a great place to be. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and Bill loves seeing everybody when we go down there because he always comes down and talks. And today he had his little walker and he just walked right down (laughs) to the creek with it.
3: That's awesome.
0: He just loves visiting with people. And that would be a shame if if you know a, a few rotten apples spoiled it
3: yes exactly yeah i just i just wanted you to make everyone aware of that that yeah. about that and uh, so hopefully everybody keep an eye out if they go down there or anywhere they go to you know if you see something that can or water bottle pick it up take it out of there with you you know throw yeah. some rocks in your holes you know, so without, that really gave it me the heebie-jeebies sure it
0: would. After that, <laughs> you know, you know
3: you carrie know. and i were frightened on friday night we thought we heard something yeah and didn't you say there's somebody that, that does their laundry down in the creek the yeah
0: that they the, they the neighbors like could you guys not be in there till noon because we're washing our clothes and i'm like well detergent can't be very good for the water yeah, exactly. either exactly
3: that's why i yeah i'd be more worried about the detergent than uh a couple of dredge holes or something. It's like, yeah, I mean, and
0: we're respectful, uh, you know, and of course, we mm-hmm. didn't go in there before noon.
3: <laughs> well, way to go. See, you honored their wishes, so they shouldn't have. Yeah, nothing to gripe I'm not about. there
0: to start anything. That's for sure.
3: Right? No, of course not. You know, it's like, uh, you know, all we could do is try, and I know we do try our best to always make it better than it was when we got there, and uh, so yeah. just a heads up, everybody. Make sure you do that because you just never know. All it takes is one person to get something started, you know. And it could ruin it for everybody. So just a little heads up there. So Kathleen. That was excitement. (laughs) Yeah, it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. It's weird excitement, though, at the same time. You know, that's. uh, And Chad
0: got a couple ducks, so it was worth, you know, our night of terror. (laughs) being left down there by ourselves
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh uh, he got some ducks then so you can have duck dinner
0: um yeah i haven't decided how i'm gonna cook it yet but i i love it so it's good yay yay shad
3: yay shad yeah speaking of shad uh how's he doing he's, tonight
0: he's back here
3: he's back there our producer <laughs> He's back there being quiet. Is he producing? <laughs> I'm here. Uh, how, how'd you do today, Chad? Oh, good.
6: I, I was going to jump in Rich's hole because, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in and out of cell service driving all over Ohio, um, I saw his message with all that gold he found. Oh, you did? But, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I was talking with Bill, and so I kind of checked out a, a, another side of it, of the creek. Uh, that bill was wondering about too mm-hmm. but i found honestly i found quite a bit cool so, not yeah hey, i'll, many I'll pick- be right
3: back i'll be right back yeah sure. sure no problem <laughs> yeah.
6: not as many pickers obviously isn't but i found a lot of big peppers because on it you know i only got to run maybe a half a day mm-hmm. today that um and then i ran into this giant boulder i could not move myself so i just went around it but I really liked the spot that Bill was kind of wanting to ah. check out, so had a good time, good weekend, and had oh, fun good. hanging out with Kathleen and Carrie and meeting a few <laughs> other people that came out and were mm-hmm. prospecting there, too, so oh, it was a nice. good weekend. Good.
5: Yeah,
0: talking about the show, and oh, somebody was already a member that they saw saw us at the Dayton Gold Show, and they had signed up. Oh, that's cool. And like, oh, and then they were all excited when, you know, we, we told them who we were, and he was a newbie, and um, he brought his cousin out there.
6: Yeah, his cousin and sister. Yeah. Because I guess they make some type of special camping candles. Yeah. Um, and, and
0: he was impressed so. that Carrie and I were, were women out there, just you know, trudging <laughs> along with our dredges and wetsuits, and he he was just like, "Wow, you know, I got to get my my cousin and what his her daughter out, mm-hmm. my niece." And, that's awesome.
3: it pretty cool. That's pretty cool that it's actually somebody that we met at the Dayton Gold yeah. Show last year, and they signed up at our booth last year and got to meet you today. So that is pretty darn cool. Small world, Kathleen, right? Yeah. And yeah. That's pretty neat. So hopefully they're listening in tonight and hear that you gave them a big shout out there. That's awesome. Way to go, guys. Pretty cool. You guys had a good weekend then yeah very good good i'm glad to hear it man and i want to thank you both for being here tonight as well and uh it's gonna be a good show for sure yeah. oh, i'm uh, back okay and last but not least the indiana gold hunter himself dennis i'm a little teapot Dayton. how you doing tonight dennis? <laughs> i am sore but i tell you what <laughs> what, what are you sore from
7: dredge all weekend oh. we actually I, I ran um i ran uh, jonathan's four inch uh the one he custom made mm-hmm. the one out there at that claim little, little piece of paradise
3: mm-hmm.
7: and Corey uh Hagerman, i let him run my three inch oh Corey
3: and I,
7: okay i think i think he got better gold than i got oh, and man. i killed it i mean i absolutely killed it we had we actually had people that came in from illinois course indiana ohio and kentucky
3: oh wow four states yeah. man that's cool so good yeah turn it out. was a
7: really really good outing we had uh um the owner of the property that actually owns a place
5: mm-hmm.
7: um, he brought down um duck eggs and chicken eggs and then gave us and he also raises uh hogs so gave uh, gave us uh, a bunch of sausage mm-hmm. that he that had made up and it was oh it was awesome oh man Did we he- uh we got in. I tell you what, the water was cold.
5: <laughs> it was
7: cold Saturday morning, but uh, yeah, we we got in and we, we just started dredging. And uh, uh, you know, of course, by you know the end of the day, it was nice. The water was nice, and mm-hmm. then got in today and actually ran till three o'clock. And I didn't even realize it was three o'clock. Corey looked at me and said, "Hey, man, it's three o'clock." I went, "Oh, we better start packing
3: up." So how far away was that for you? Oh, it's only about
7: a 40-minute drive. Okay,
3: so not too, too bad for you then. You didn't have to go.
7: 40 minutes.
3: Don't you like when it's that close? (laughs) Oh, I love it when it's that close. And I'll be going
7: back there a lot more. Any of those
3: places are
7: awesome. I I posted some pictures uh, on the main page Mm -hmm. of the site. So just to kind of give you a little sneak peek at some of the gold that we got. Mm -hmm. But when I get the video uploaded... Man, it was unbelievable.
3: Nice. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad you had a good weekend too. You got you got all you guys did, you know?
7: Yeah. I mean, we we absolutely killed it and ate. Oh my god, I bet I gained about twenty pounds.
3: Oh, I bet if you <laughs> was eating pig and duck eggs and chicken <laughs> duck Oh, yeah. I
7: tell you what, man, when you eat when you eat uh, duck eggs and uh-huh. chicken eggs that are actually you know not from the store. Oh, yeah, I love. And then favorites. you go buy uh chicken eggs or anything, you know, chicken eggs from the store you eat mm-hmm. them. They're just they're nasty. They basically ever. don't even have
3: any taste to You're them, right. you know. It seems like the ones you get from people that raise them, they're they're just so much more tastier, don't they? They get the yolks more flavorful for some reason. You know, I ain't never had duck eggs. They taste like chicken eggs? Um,
7: yeah, actually they do. It it, it actually it's a, it's a little bit more it has a it's more richer. Really? Yeah, it's it's really, really, really good, and just almost every duck egg that we opened up was a double yoker. So I was like, yeah,
3: oh, that's fine. I want that one. <laughs> oh, that make a good <laughs> egg sandwich. <laughs>
7: oh, oh, I tell you what, I was I was pretty impressed um, when I ran the four inch. It, uh, Jonathan he likes to run the the matting, mm-hmm. and. I'm not used to that, you know, having very little cons, right. You know, do a cleanup. Cause I'm used to my other one where, cause I've always like, you know, I like to have a little bit more cons to go through. Just, I don't know. just me. I'm weird, I guess, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm walking out of there with less than a half a five gallon bucket after all the runs and cleanups that I did. And Corey, you know, he's got a five gallon bucket full and a couple coffee cans full. And, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I kind of liked it because I, it, I was it. really... I mean, even the super, super fine gold that that Matt caught oh, yeah. surprised me. Mm-hmm.
3: That's, and, that's nice. I mean, I, like we always say, everybody's got their favorites. To each their own, but <clears throat> I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I
7: still have my... I still like my setup the way I have mm-hmm, on my mm-hmm. dredge. And and I think the way it worked good is because Jonathan, he, he actually builds his own... Um, dredges mm-hmm. and it's act it's actually raised up above the floats right and you can actually put the proper tilt to run the hog matting mm-hmm. yes. so you know instead of like a regular dredge you got to kind of pull your dredge out as far as you can and throw some rocks on the floats to get it to lean down and mm-hmm. i mean his his that he makes you can actually yeah, it's really cool. So Yeah,
3: I seen it when we was down at Bill's when he took the mat out, that thing almost stood up on end. It was pretty weird. And then he puts the mat in it goes <laughs> like I right. was like, What the hell's all that dredge? <laughs> thing looks like it's That's ready to flip threat. over. Yeah, was-
7: and he had he had he had a beast out there. He just built a six inch and he necked it down to a bore. hmm and, and I tell you what, he put a hole in there. I could have pulled a volkswagen in it and, and parked it i mean i'm you know i'm running the four inch well i'm even though it's snuck down to four inch boy that thing was
3: oh I bet it was
7: eaten and eaten and I bet.
3: that thing would punch a hole quick won't it man oh man. good oh boy. yeah that would be crazy to. Have. so
4: you didn't even run yours dennis no cory ran mine oh okay
3: well, that was good cory cory made it out with you Yeah.
7: oh yeah Corey. cory ran my dredge and he i think you know when he gets done cleaning it up I think he's got me beat because he
3: really killed it. Man, Corey, if you're listening tonight, make sure you post a picture of that. We want to see how you did.
7: It too. was
4: it? Was it Corey Hagerman? Her- Her- yeah. Yeah. yeah he was Are Actually, you? when he
7: left, he said he was going to be – he'd probably get home like right at 8 o'clock. So he said he'd be about 30 minutes late. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can actually listen from his phone or not. But, man, I mean, every time – and then he'd start bringing the pens over to show me. And I'd say, man, just stay over there. I don't want to <laughs> see that.
3: Just – that's cool now now didn't you say a couple of our uh, a couple of our friends made it out there to see you last night? Was it Ken and Clint yeah. from uh, Goldclaw? Yeah,
7: yep Ken and Clint they actually came out and they actually found when we are out in you know way out in the in the sticks mm-hmm. and uh, uh Clint and Ken came out Friday night mm-hmm. and hung out hung out with us at the at the at the bonfire we had. And then they came out again Saturday night. They,
3: they must have been bored, huh? <laughs> they said, we're coming to hang out with you guys after the show. That's yeah. awesome.
7: Good. Yeah, it was funny because when Ken, when Ken got there, Ken and Clint got there Friday night, Ken, of course, the American prospector, Ken, he had his socks and shoes off right in that creaky going pen yeah. and stuff, <laughs> you know, using a gold claw, you know, just uh-huh. doing some samples and stuff there and, and, uh, it's you can't keep him out of a creek. Oh, and it was, awesome. it was it had to have been cold, yeah. He just took sock, and rolled his pant legs up and away he went in the water. That's great, man. But uh, he dropped off. Man, it was really cool because he dropped off one of those pocket
3: Oh the pocket pocket, uh, paint. pocket paint. I got one. Yeah, oh he, they are so cool. I guess they're gonna call in tonight after Cooley's corner and, and uh tell us a little sure. bit about that and uh, just uh they wanna give a Couple shout outs to some people to help them out with that, and I told them that'd be fine, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, he showed
7: me a technique to use. They they found out a really good way where it's really good with black sands. So pocket, maybe he'll talk about that. I don't know. For the pocket pan or with the regular? Oh, yeah, pan. yeah, he showed me that uh, one of the guys they were took some black sand and put it in there and they kind of held it and tilted it a certain way and Mm -hmm. he said man all the black sand I guess it kind of like a a shaker table it was you know it's like a shaker table the black sand's running off here and then all the gold would stay right there on the edge and just wouldn't move
3: well that's pretty neat yeah pretty cool (laughs)
7: those packet pans are just they're really cool
3: yeah they uh, I guess they're now going into production with them so yeah we'll be hearing from them later on like I said after Cooley's Corner they'll call in and Give us a little heads up on that. What's going on with it and stuff. So, be good to hear from
7: But I also wanted to say to a big thank you and welcome to our new Patreon subscriber, David Spencer. Oh wow! Well,
3: welcome, David. Yes, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. Way to go, David! So. It's always nice getting a new patron. So that is yes. cool. We really, 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 really appreciate you, David, and all of our patrons that we have. But thank you. Big time. Big time. <clears throat> so now what's going on, Danny? Um, Well,
7: I mean, besides, um, I, of course, I go in tonight at midnight. I'm back on eight hours. Okay. And so it's really nice because now I get every weekend off. For real, for real, I, I have <laughs> yes. Dennis wow. is going to be in the creek even a lot more. <laughs> right. Having every weekend off and every so that means I don't have to worry about missing every other Wednesday show or every you know or every other Sunday show. Unless something happens to where you know overtime occurs, Dennis will be there every Wednesday and every Sunday
3: oh. on the show. All right, I'm writing that down. Dennis will be here. ready. Yes, yeah, I'm
7: excited. It was awesome to get, you know, to get eight hours and, and have every weekend off now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we want to let everybody know, let's listen, that the very first snowfall that we get here in Indiana, we're going to have a polar bear outing there at Little Piece of Paradise. Oh. that we can't put a date on it. It's just, you know, the first weekend. Mm-hmm. It's the first weekend we have snow on the ground. Okay. We're going to have a, a big shindig there.
3: Oh, wow. That uh, sounds not interesting to me. Because <laughs> I oh, hate, the, I hate the cold. There'll be
7: more firewood there. There'll be <laughs> nice fires going. And uh. and I'm sure we're going to have more duck eggs and
3: You know me, though. Uh, uh, you know I am. I hate the cold. I hibernate. I'm worse than a bear when that snow sticks. You, get to, you put a wetsuit on, and it's not bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a I, wetsuit? Yeah, I know. I, I got one, but uh, I, I'm cold. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I heard... Hey, what's this now?
7: I, I just want to ask a question.
3: Uh-huh. Christy
7: had, he had me laughing the other day uh-huh. when I seen this post. <laughs> what's this about you shivering and complaining and... i
3: was whining and i actually literally was whining so she got me on that one.
7: <laughs> Oh man my, i wanted to poke that baby my freaking hand picture.
3: hurt my leg hurt my i was cold it was like <laughs> and i told no, her I was, actually,
7: I was actually woke up this morning by a no i heard a noise that's what woke me up this morning
3: I it was probably me whining. I was whining, yeah. So, yeah, she—I gave her the right to call me on that one because I, well, I said yes, I am whining. So go ahead and tell everybody. I uh, <laughs> I, think you saw
7: the I think you saw the picture
3: that I posted. Yeah, I, I took a picture of them. I'm glad I made it. You know. Yeah, it was Ben, Timmy, <laughs> and then pesky cats. <laughs> well, I'm glad me and my cats made it. <laughs> Awesome, brother. Well, I'm glad you made it tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Glad hey, to be here. Good to have you back. Now we can just get Ron back up and running. We we'll have the yeah. whole whole crew here. That'll be great. You know. So on that note, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back with Coolie's Corner. We'll be right back, everybody.
8: Do you like to mine for gold, enjoy prospecting a nice crack in the bedrock, enjoy getting outdoors to camp, fish, hunt, and hike on your public lands? You plan your trip, load the gear, grab the dog, put the family in the truck, and drive off to a locked gate. A sign says you cannot enter or access your own public lands. Mining claims and public land owned by We the People are being designated as off-limits by our own government every single day. Are you concerned about the direction our government is going? Are you tired of seeing no access, no entry signs on your lands? We are, and we are fighting back. We are AMRA, America Mining Rights Association, the fastest-growing small mining advocacy association in America. AMRA is a 501c3 not-for-profit formed by miners, hunters, off-roaders, retired military men and women to stop the insanity. AMRA was formed to educate, unite and help the small miners and public land users on their rights. Rights given to us by God. Do you want access to great mining claims? For a small tax-deductible donation to their miners' legal fund, your family gains access to proven excellent mining claims across America for an entire year. AMRA challenges the USFS, BLM, EPA, and the other agencies intent upon stopping you from enjoying your own lands. You are who pays these people Wages. It is time they listen to us. We need to unite. And that is what AMRA is doing. As you sit here right now, thousands of acres of public lands are being closed, locked, and blocked from use by you. Are you fed up yet? Join us. Get in on this fight and let's restore America to what our families fought and died for. Freedom. Just visit AmericanMiningRights.com. AmericanMiningRights.com. Also, check us out on Facebook at American Mining Rights Association, AmericanMiningRights.com.
6: Just stop by on my way home to show you all my gold.
8: You've been digging into some Jimbo's gold pater.
6: Yeah, Jimbo's gold made me a hero. Huh? Got an amazing idea and supplies on sale from Jimbo's website. With bad weather, bored kids, and stressed wife, I threw a panning party for the kids and their friends. All the moms got a break. Kids had a blast. Hero. Happy kids, happy wife, great gold. That's why Jimbo's Gold is always my first choice. Did you teach panning or share your prospecting knowledge? Then you are our hero. Tell us your story for a chance to receive a hero's reward at www.jimbosgold.com slash hero.
9: Welcome to Cooley's Corner. Join Rich Cooley as he talks about equipment, new
4: products, and so much more for all us prospectors and treasure hunters. Here's Rich. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Cooley's Corner. And that's spelled with C O O L E Y, not C O L I I E, or whatever they wrote on the site. (laughs) Collie or something. I don't know. Collie Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Corner.
5: (laughs) <laughs>
4: that was our buddy Spot Swift Water Tony that did oh.
5: that. Oh,
4: oh Imagine that would do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, tonight we're gonna talk a little bit about winterizing your gear. Okay. Uh basically, yeah, it's it it could go into long affair, but I'm just gonna try to keep it short and sweet. Basically, the first thing you ought to be doing anyway is making sure every time you go out, you ought to be checking your gear, Mm -hmm. and you ought to have spare items, especially if you have items that you have to take apart while you're out there to do a clean-out. Like when I bought this, uh, this new dredge of mine, it actually had nuts and bolts holding the riffle set in. You know, and one side had wing nuts and the other had nuts. Well, you need to make sure that you carry extra ones of that because, sure enough, I dropped one. You know, so I had to get a wing nut from somebody else while I was there. But, I mean, certain items like that you need to make sure that you keep on hand. When you winterize your items, it all depends on when you're going to do it and how you should do it. And what I mean by that is, uh, like, for example, we just had this outing in Cronies Club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get out again this year. And knowing that in the end of October, in the middle of the October, I was probably pretty well done. So basically what I did was I actually had stable in my gas already. And that's the first thing. When I'm getting close at the end of the year, when I bring gas out, I always put stable in it. Stable is a stabilizer. Basically, any condensation in your gas or whatever, it'll take care of it. And what I do is I usually run that through. Now, this year, actually, because I'm not done with my motor yet, I need to do some work on it. So I didn't completely run it out of the gas. Mm -hmm. But usually what I will do is I'll use that gas the whole time when I fill up. That way, that stabilizer is already running through it while I'm doing it. So I'll fill a whole five gallon jug for, you know, for that time that I'm going to be out there, and that stabilizer will already be in there. So as I'm running every fill up, I have stabilizer in there. Right. And usually what I do is like I didn't this time because, like I said, I got to do engine work. Is you turn the gas off, turn the gas off, let the motor run out. That way all the gas is out of the line, and you don't have any fuel in there that can actually, you know, affect your carburetors Mm -hmm. because what usually happens is that ethanol and everything will get in there and it'll gum it up and it'll probably have the same problem which i have now which when you go to run next season and you try to turn your choke off it'll stall because right now i can only run mine with a quarter choke on it right you know and and that means basically you have carburetor issues we have a jet that's plugged or A pinhole in the baffle or something you know there's Mm -hmm. some issues with that which i'm gonna get fixed right so that's why i didn't actually winterize mine but that's normally what i would do i would actually turn the gas off run it there's some people like darth he does it every time he goes out. he'll actually run his empty of gas every time he goes out yeah and that way because you know so you don't have the gas sitting in the carburetor getting everything all gummed up because mm-hmm. the ethanol on the gas nowadays will really mess up your carburetors. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that is it is, is making sure that you go through all your gear, you know, at the end of the end of the season, while it's packing up, you need to check your hoses, make sure there's no, no cracks or any holes in them. Uh, check your sluice boxes and your dredges for any kind of loose gear. Any rusted bolts or whatever, you need to get them replaced over the wintertime, you know. That way, if you do have to take them off the next season, it's all taken care of. You need to do all that stuff at home. That way, when you go out, you don't have the issue with doing that. Sure. And also, what I usually do is I'm dealing with hose clamps. You know, they are a dangerous items, especially when you're working around stuff, because you can get caught on your, on your wetsuits, uh, you know, rip a hole of them. On your uh, waders, like I did that one year, I was, had my dread nozzle, and I had to take it apart to get a clog, uh, you know a clog out of it, put it back on, I looked down, and here the clamp was rubbed, rubbed a hole in my freaking waders, ah. you know, just because I did not put tape back around it. Gotcha. You know, and that's one of the things that you should do. I mean, when you're dealing with those clamps, they have sharp edges on them. Sure. I usually do duct tape you know put gorilla tape around them tape them up and if i need to tear that apart in the field once i take that tape off that tape gets placed in my bag i don't leave it lay on the ground and it goes home with me Mm -hmm. and then i tear it apart put it back together and retape it back up you know so little things like that can go a long ways when you're dealing with your gear heck yeah uh actually you know there's stuff that i'm going to be working on with my dredge and I learned this from David Bogan, the master of disaster. <laughs> I, and I don't want to say this the wrong way, but when you have to take a foot valve and you have to move it up and down real fast, you know, yeah. like in the water to get it to prime every <laughs> right, time. Right. That drives me nuts. And yeah. I, I refuse to do it anymore. Yeah. I will not be doing that anymore. It's a pain. There's no way. Mind.
3: Yeah.
5: So my
4: remedy to this is just like David Bogan did with his. Basically, coming off his pump, he put a T. Mm-hmm. He put a T there, and, you know, I'm going to have a quick connect on mine for my pressure hose. And then the top hole that's on the top where the T is is just a regular plastic plug. Okay. You screw that plug out, and you dump your water in, and that water will fill up your foot valve and fill up your line there. And that way, when you put the cap on, you fire it up, you're going to have water instantly, Ooh, good, right away. Good idea. So I'm throwing that out there. You know, that was his idea, and it it worked awesome. He I didn't see him over there doing the same problem that I had. Right. And it was <laughs> like every time the leaves got plugged on the foot, foot valve, I had to idle it down. And then when I shook the thing, it lost prime. But then I had to shut it off, prime it again, and it it just took up too much time. Mm -hmm. And David's like, hey, why don't don't you do this? I'm like, yeah, that's. So I went and got all that stuff today, and I'm going to be working on that this winter here to make sure that. But I wanted to pass that out to everybody, and that's a real good idea.
3: Definitely.
4: You know, to keep her prime. Now, the other thing that is, is what you got to understand is. Me, myself, I want to be able to take my motor off. So I'm going to put wing nuts on, and I'm going to ensure that they don't come loose or anything while I'm out there. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because the pumps on these motors do not have a drain plug. Right. And you should actually kill them to get the water out of them because you don't want the water laying in there over the wintertime, you know, because that can corrode that impeller and and everything in there. So it's best to get the water out of them if you can. Uh There's really no easy way to do it, so that's why I know Carrie said she just tilts hers over to get their water out, you know, but I want to be able to remove my motor and just lay it down on its side a little bit to drain the water out of it. I don't know what a lot of other people does. Maybe somebody can put in the chat room what they do to get the water out of it, but I suggest that, you know, you should be draining your water out, especially if you're using uh, Harbor Freight pumps, you know, when we go out and do the high banking and stuff like that. They have a drain valve in the bottom of them, right. you know. They're easy to drain, not a problem. But these Pro lines and Keens and all that stuff, their pumps does not have drain valves. So correct. So let's uh, see. Paul put something on the site there for ethanol-free gas or something. Yeah. So
7: I put Rich. I put a I put a cap full because I've actually had my pump crack before. So I put a cap full of antifreeze sure. in, in the bottom of mine. Just a cap full. Yeah. And, then in the, yeah, and, and I get it out and I get it flushed out though before I put it on the water. Right.
4: Yeah. Okay. Easy enough to do. Yep. Yep. That's yeah, right. because you don't want that running through your box. No, no, no you I, don't get it, I get it. I want that antifreeze running through your box. Yeah, okay. yeah I,
7: I flush it out before it, it mm-hmm. goes in the creek.
4: Yeah, definitely.
3: And I'm sure they got some kind of antifreeze that's good for the environment too. So that wouldn't hurt mm-hmm. it. If a little bit was still left behind, it wouldn't be damaging to the environment as well so mm -hmm. yeah that's a good tip well Um,
7: as expensive as antifreeze is i actually when i get it flushed out it goes back in my antifreeze bottle in case we need it for one of the vehicles
3: (laughs) 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 yeah i mean you could go a step further and drill and tap the pump and put a drain plug in it if i guess if you wanted to but i'm like rich i take my motor off and i just dump it and get all the water out of it and and then I right, run, and I'm,
4: and a lot of other people, they bring their pump in the house, or they bring it in a place where it's warm. You know, I have mine in the garage over the winter. So. Yeah,
3: mine sits in the garage too. But I do like Dart it, does also. I run the gas out of it when I'm prospecting. When I'm done, I shut the gas off and let it run out out of the carburetor. And then it's good to go. You know, so some
4: some people say they can't hear you, Tim. No, huh. I don't know that. Scott Uh, Swiftwater Tony says I I can hear Tim. And there was a couple other people that said. I was was
3: sitting back from my microphone a minute ago when I was just Oh, okay. But now I'm sitting up next to it. I bet you everybody can hear me now. Oh,
0: I bet (laughs) I can hear you loud and clear, I'll tell you
4: that.
0: um, Yes. You're talking about these things to do to for winter care when Uh, when you're not using the the equipment, but what if you use it all winter?
4: Good. When do you want
0: to talk about what we could do to keep our stuff running at its best when it's really, really cold?
4: What I would say is uh, during this time of year, since you're getting cold snaps in the 30s and 40s and 50s, what I suggest to do is I would start right now, start putting stabilizer in your gas cans while you're using it. That way, if the motor does get warm and it's really cold outside, that will cause a condensation in your tank which if you don't have stabilizer in, it could possibly give you an issue by having water in your gas. So I would start right now going ahead and doing that. When you fill up your five-gallon gas jug, Mm -hmm. I think it's like one ounce or two ounce or something. You have to read the bottle there. I think it's one ounce per per five gallons or something like that. It's very minimal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to put very much of that stuff in there. No. But they also buy the stable bottles that actually have a measuring tube on them you tilt them over and it fills up to the ounces that you want and then you tilt it back up and then all you do is pour it in it already measures it for you that'd be good so (laughs) so they're pretty cool Mm -hmm. but uh other things i would say is uh of course keeping the water out of it or keeping the motor inside in in a warm area you know, at least above 50, 60 degrees, you know. You don't want it sitting out in your shed where it's 30, you know, 20, 30, 40 degrees. Because I guess if there's still a little water in there, they can crack. Dennis, you said what, you have one cracked before?
7: Oh, yeah. It's been
4: about uh six six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just
7: like my gas in my gas tank. You know, I, I, never, I never leave my gas tank empty in the wintertime. Right. Because I don't want it rusting. Mm-hmm. And and
4: that's another thing, Kathleen, you know, and when you're done, do you run yours out? Do you turn your gas off of yours?
0: Uh, no, I don't.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I should probably. It's something you it.
4: might want to think about, because when you're done using it for the winter, you know, you don't know when that's going to be. And it might be one of these times that, hey, I'm done, you know, I'll go ahead and run it out. So. Oh. That's, I'm not telling you you have to. No. It's just a suggestion, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: It only takes a minute when you turn your gas off. A couple of minutes, it'll run and idle, and then yeah, yeah. Just I know or... that
4: one time, uh, Dart turned his off, and I swear, I swear to goodness, it was four or five minutes. <laughs> that thing was running. <laughs> oh, you know, I've like, never, it like, will. When's this thing gonna die? It it's will. Like, oh my god.
3: Yeah, I was I was being generous at a minute. It is like four yes. minutes, Rich. <laughs>
0: Tim, on your backpack,
3: uh-huh. since
0: it's it's like mine, mm-hmm. how long does it take you to go through a tank of gas? Because it, it seems it takes
3: mine forever. Now, to see, run out mine's the gas. just the opposite. I seem like I go through a tank of gas in an hour.
0: Oh my! Okay. And I
3: oh. and I believe that I get all... to run a run it all the way through, but. It just, it, Mine is like Rich's. I have carburetor issues, so I can't open my choke up all the way. I got to have and
4: that's why. That's why he's burning, fuel. and I'm
3: burning a lot more fuel because of it. And hmm, okay, yeah, definitely. I know that's the reason why I'm using so much gas. Guarantee you
4: cannot turn your choke all the way off, and you keep running it that way. Mm-hmm. One thing, you're fouling your plug, right? Your spark plug, and two, you're burning more fuel. Yep,
3: yep, yep. Definitely. That's
4: why I'm getting mine fixed because. I don't want to have to deal with with that issue, sure. and you know, and then if it does make the spark plug bad, then there I am out there you know yeah. i I would usually carry a spark plug with me anyway from now on, but you know that's one of the other things you should do is you know when you check your equipment, you know make sure that you're carrying stuff with you,
5: yeah, what happens
4: if you grab a hold of your pull <laughs> rope and you pull it in and it breaks? you're done, mhm-. Unless you carry an extra rope with you to be able to take those little, all they are is like little three screws, pull that housing off, and you have the set right in your hand. All you got to do is wind it back up and put your new rope in there and you're ready to go again in about a half hour, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Now, so it's good to have that extra stuff with you. Now there's different sizes diameters also of ropes.
3: Now there ain't nothing that we need to worry about with our mats and stuff for the wintertime is there, rich
4: not necessarily but i suggest do not store them with the material in them okay i've seen a couple of people and talked to a couple of people before that says oh i don't even clean it out i just let the material in well i'll tell you what i did that one time and i'll never do it again because it is so hard to get dried material out of matting once it's in there mm-hmm. you know especially if it freezes or it gets cold and sticks to it You know, always make sure your mattings are cleaned and never store them rolled up because they will make that form. Always try to lay them out flat the way they are in your box. Mm -hmm. I know Sam used to store his up rolled up in a five-gallon bucket. And that always kind of questioned me because, you know, are they going to stay that form when you go to put them in the box? He never had any issue. Right. But I was just wondering, does he store them like at her home? Whereas they only do it for hauling, you know, oh. from home to the creek, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. That but I always sense. seen him. He stored them in a five-gallon bucket, and they were all rolled up. They were gold hog matted. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, if that's the way he normally stores them or if he only did it to get them to the creek. Oh, because okay. I would suggest to store them laying flat, you okay. know, that way when they they don't have a bad habit of curling up on you Mm
3: -hmm. you know and uh hoses just make sure they're drained real well too
4: i would make sure they're drained and i usually hang mine up i hang my i have hooks in my shed basically they're long arm hooks they stick out about you know a foot from the wall and i can make big loops and put all the hoses up there Mm mm-hmm and then that time, like I said, make sure that you check everything. Make sure your clamps are taped and make sure everything is all good to go for next season. Right. But I'm going to be going through my whole dredge this year and, and redoing a bunch of stuff. Okay. So. Very cool. Anybody have anything else they want to add? Mm-hmm. That I forgot?
3: I'm thinking for a minute because there was something I was thinking of.
4: Crap. Okay. What about uh, your floats? Flutes, I would definitely check them over. I'm going to actually take mine off, and then just to make sure, I'm going to make sure there is no water in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
5: okay. because
4: every once in a while when you're pulling them in and out, you could possibly get water in, in your, uh, you actually have a little small hole in there at the top of it. And I was actually talking to Ken about this last week. You know, he suggested that if you do have a real, real small hole in them, and it, if it's possible to drill them out a little bit bigger, do that. Because what happens is in the summertime when it gets real hot and those things can't breathe, they will collapse and they were on you and they could cause a crack. Really? So, or they will blow up. They'll they'll get real big, like a gas can out in the winter or out in the summertime. You know mm-hmm. how it starts puffing out the sides. If that doesn't have a good vent hole in it with enough air. It's called the weep hole. It That can cause you issues. So oh, okay. <clears throat> good to know. Because he told me to check mine to make sure it had a pretty good size hole in it. If not, make them bigger. Yeah, because it seems like
3: winters are enemy with prospecting equipment because it's always right. in the water. So if it's Right, prospect- and the other
4: thing is, is if you're dealing with your dredge and you store it outside and your pontoons are outside, mm-hmm. that's plastic. When it gets cold, it gets brittle. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so... And you know, be careful not to throw something up on it or you're going to buy another flute, you know.
3: Now, do you recommend, like, uh, say Kathleen, she runs hers in the wintertime. Should she be running a, a heavier oil or a, something like that or a thinner oil? Do you think she should?
4: I really don't think it does that much. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong, but, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't do any different like that when I used to run in the wintertime all the time.
3: Okay. Okay, all right, good, just wondering. Thoughts for the motors. I mean, when
4: you're running generators and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I would say yes. Okay. Because your generator is sitting out in the cold, you know, 15 degrees, stuff like that. Hers is actually coming out of the warm into a cold area and then going back into the warm. Right. If it's going to be staying out like a generator and stuff like that, then yes, it should have different oil in it.
3: Okay, all right. Does that make sense? Yeah, does make sense to me. Now, uh, what about, like uh, David posted in the chat room, what about the O-rings? Is there any maintenance we could do to them to help them ensure that they're good for the next season?
4: All the O-rings in your hoses? Yeah. Yeah. I would suggest cleaning them out real good. And you can put a, uh, like, spray WD-40 on them a little bit, you know, clean them off. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's really any other maintenance technique that you can really use on that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it says, how do you use stable? Use stable only with fresh fuel, and keep gas or can at ninety-five percent full to avoid condensation building up in the tank during storage. That was written by Keith. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's basically basically what it is. Stable okay. goes in your fuel. Yeah. So cool. Very cool.
3: Uh, I'm Trying to think what else. Let's see: hoses, motor, floats. Those are our things that are going to get water in them. That I'm top of my head. Am I missing something
4: there? <laughs> well, I would also check the mattings, you know. Check yeah. the mattings, make sure that they're not getting wore out. And I would actually, I am going to do this on mine. I'm going to take my, if you have miners moss, this oh, yeah. would be the best time to let them dry out and then eat the crap out of them. Yeah, put them in something and beat them, trying to see if you can get any more gold out of them than you can.
3: Yeah, why not, right? You know,
4: and then after you do it while it's dried, then put them in a wet, wet tank. You know, like a wet uh, masonry tub, mm-hmm. and just work them and try to see if there's any other gold in them. You know, clean them out real good for the season. Yeah, get them ready for next year. Yeah, you never know. You might have a picker. picker. Yeah, you never in know there,
3: there could be something trapped in there. Something lodged yeah. in there that just didn't come out when you rinsed it and it's just hanging on in there. And yep. it's not a little And old... the other
4: thing of it is is your classifier screens.
3: Yeah, you've all, all You know, I've that. said
4: that before. Yep. You know, I've I've found so much gold just left in my classifier screen.
3: Okay, that's amazing. You know, I
4: take a five gallon bucket and I'll tilt the classifier up the other way and I'll get a toothbrush and I'll just sit there with the toothbrush and just screen it. And just wipe it off, especially your thirty, fifty, and your hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, and that material will fall right down in your five gallon bucket,
5: mm-hmm.
4: and then put water in there, and then put it over in your pan and pan it out, and you should have gold because there's always gold getting stuck in your classifiers. Right. Yeah. That's you know, them screens out <laughs> real good. You know, let them dry out, tap them on the inside there, and then take a brush, and brush them out. Yeah good
3: cleaning all that stuff I yeah think, it's you know? best
4: to do it while it's dry because it'll flake off a lot easier than it is when it's wet oh gosh yeah
3: you know you, you let them dry out real good and you'd be surprised like he's like you said what comes out of there especially that i know that carpet is a good one for that too so uh, it's just one of
4: them things ronald asked my pump is in my garage will my garage be warm enough well, it depends if your garage is attached to your house. If yeah. your garage is not attached to your house and you walk in your garage and see your breath, then it <laughs> probably might I, be an issue. I would think it's cold then, yeah. Hmm. But mm-hmm. if if it doesn't get below 50 degrees in your garage, which if it's attached to your house, it probably shouldn't.
3: You shouldn't know. have a problem. Yeah, I, right, I mean, yeah, I just would rather be safe than sorry you know yeah. it, it's just you know it's a bottle of fuel stabilizer pick up a bottle add it be safe you know you don't want to have problems and make sure that water's out of that pump because it's mm-hmm. just like you don't want to all of a sudden spring comes and you're ready to go prospect and you get out to the creek yeah. and fire it up sad. yeah you fire it up <laughs> next thing you know water's shooting out the side of your pump because it's cracked wide open or it won't prime mm-hmm. up because it's got a big crack or blow right. a seal because of the ice. I mean, it just—it's just something that's worth the, you know, half an hour of your time to get it ready. To no, know it's when spring
4: comes. Hey, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. You have all winter to go over this stuff. You yeah. Know. Uh, with Kathleen, she's the polar bear, so right. she gets out. So <laughs> yeah, she has she'll to make be. Sure out. That, yeah. yeah. She has to make sure she checks her stuff when she comes back. You know, Ooh, that yes. way she's ready for next time when she goes out. Right.
3: Yeah, she'll have to do that each time because, right, she might be going again in February, but then again, it could be so bad she can't go. So she that's right. something she's going to have to do each time she goes out during the winter months. Which
4: And that's why I suggest, you know, if you don't know when you're going out the next time, the mm-hmm. best thing to do is just go ahead and run out of gas. Agreed. You're right. Oh, yeah. You know, that way you know it's know. clear, and it's ready to go. Yeah, you, you know. know
3: that carburetor's empty and it's just best to do because also sometimes you got to watch with them Honda engines if you leave the gas on sometimes now they can start dumping the gas in the oil mine did don't that. dump it in I, the
4: cylinder too, mine yeah. did that yeah
3: I mean I left the gas on one time and I got to the creek and I fired it up and my dredge was smoking like a locomotive and what had happened is the gas got down through the cylinder and into my oil so mm-hmm. I had to shut it down, drain the oil all out. And good thing I had a quart of oil with me. I was able to put fresh oil in and after a little bit it was fine. But after, since that happened, I always run the gas out when I'm done. I yeah. shut it off, I burn that gas out so I know there's no chance of it.
4: Yeah, um, something probably stuck in there. And I don't it, know. It left yeah. It open and...
3: <laughs> yeah, and it just it got down into into the oil and it could have ruined that whole motor and i was like oh my gosh mm-hmm. i really lucked out on that one so it's just something that doesn't hurt to do i think you right know, really
0: it's now i'm scared because i don't do it yeah yeah well
4: just start doing it just start, start doing
0: it. it yeah, it. yeah. No.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just start it it's just it's a good uh good habit to get into i'd like to say yeah definitely just in case, Kathleen. Right, and okay. everybody. You know, it's worth it. You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm no expert, but it just makes sense to me. You know, I don't know. Mm, I think that's about it. That that's all I covered got. So it, Rich. If They want to call in. Well, yeah. they can call in. If somebody was wanting to call in. I took. Uh, they they can go ahead and call in now before I go to a commercial. You yeah. so, know, so you. You know know who you are. Give us a call. (laughs) 419-520-7574. Here you go.
2: You're listening to Prospector's Radio on the Gold Prospector's Space Network. Phone lines are open. Have a question? Give us a call. 419-520-7574.
3: Easy peasy, mac and cheesy. That's the number. Just give us a call. We're here. And uh, I know our friends... uh, Clinton Ken from Gold Claw be calling in. Here's that caller, I think, or this could be Clinton Ken too. Uh, uh, all right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
2: Hey Tim and everybody. Uh, my name's John Hunt. Uh, I'm from hey, uh, Circleville,
3: Hey Ohio. John. How are you, John?
2: Uh, had better weekends.
3: Oh, okay. He <laughs>
2: yeah, was on his way to the story.
3: Kaplan, he knows the story, you said? Yeah, uh, he was on his way to
0: Prospect with uh, Jeff, right?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And well, then we,
2: what we happened? We here about 7 o'clock that morning, or a Thursday morning, and on our way down to Double D to go uh, dredging. Yeah, we got about maybe a mile, mile and a half north uh Waverly. Ohio.
5: hmm
2: And this young girl in her 20s decided she was going to from a dead stop floor it. She'd come out hit the back part of Jeff's truck and hit his trailer so hard it basically totaled it.
3: Oh, geez. Wow. And the, the dredges too, right? The dredges too? Oh, yeah. I guess so. Well,
2: wow. it's, the trailer had the Jeff's uh, floating dredge and his wife's floating dredge in it, and I was going to use his wife's floating dredge down there, mm-hmm. but her dredge was right up by the side door where a good portion of the damage to the trailer was.
3: Oh, wow. Man. Now, when did this happen, John?
2: Uh, it was about 17 after 8 this past Thursday morning.
3: Oh, so this just happened. Holy
2: yeah. cow, man, man! Now,
3: now, do you guys know if she had insurance?
2: Uh, as far as we know, she's supposed to have full coverage. Okay, but she actually totaled two vehicles in one shot. Oh my gosh,
3: man, oh man, oh man! I'm just glad
0: everybody was okay yeah. too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, and her air her airbags on her car never deployed from where she hit oh. us. Really? Oh. Yeah.
3: And what kind of car well, was she driving?
2: Uh, it was a Ford something, or uh, a Taurus or something like that. Okay. It was a fairly new car.
3: That's weird, isn't it? Man, man, oh Now, man.
0: What, if you had damage like that with to a dredge, could you claim that on your insurance since it was in your
3: vehicle?
2: I believe so. Uh, yeah, that's why we haven't took his wife's dredge out of the trailer, because it's up there where all the damage is, and we can see there's some damage done to the, one of the floats on it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so, you know? You know, I, I, God, I, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it well, was, geez, but, we're so sorry you didn't get yes, to go out this weekend. That's horrible, you know?
2: Yeah, because Jeff and I was going to go Thursday. Friday and yesterday. Down to double D.
3: Oh man,
2: that's so. Sounds... That ruined our dredging for the probably pretty much the rest of the year.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrible, John. Like I'm with Kathleen. though, just glad nobody got hurt. And you know, dredges can be replaced for sure in vehicles, but you know, you guys, yeah. you guys well, can't. No.
2: She actually hit it so hard. She actually ripped the whole driver's side front tire. Clear off with parts still on it.
3: Jesus oh. God. Man, was, was she and drunk or something? Or
2: No, she was coming off a uh, dirt road going back to like about three houses. Mm hmm. And she tried to say that she didn't see us. Well, we hit some fog just on the other side of Chillicothe. Well, Jeff's lights automatically come on. So he ended up turning his fog lights on too. Mm hmm. How can you not see oh, four sets of lights coming at you?
3: Yeah, right. Yes. That's and, weird. Yeah.
2: Well, the ball hitch, you know how they're supposed to be flat? Mm-hmm. It's actually bent in a 45-degree angle.
3: Wow. Oh, That's crazy. See, even David said if the trailer's attached to your vehicle, it's covered. So, yeah, that's what I would yeah. think, too. All the equipment inside would be, would be covered. And if she has full coverage then it's definitely yeah. it's definitely paid for.
2: Man, that's just not Well, he start. had insurance on his trailer too. Mm.
3: Well, that's good, but yeah, that's but insurance. he don't want his insurance having to pay for it. Let her insurance pay for it. It's her yeah. fault, you know. It's uh Man, that's crazy. Man, what's so feel bad She the you.
2: ball hits like that.
3: She what they're going
2: it. to what they do to the research on it? Mm-hmm. that's an actual factory uh ford installed reese hitch yeah because still got the ford emblem on it
3: yeah if it twisted that hitch though it probably twisted the frame too so you know yeah it don't take much nowadays seems like so man that's just nuts john i'm sorry to hear that buddy
2: you know man yeah no, i was to kathleen on facebook but the only thing we can do now is just go pan and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to the basics. Back to right?
3: old school ways.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless uh herd insurance comes out, uh and takes care of this real quick. Well, they might.
3: Yeah. That's possible.
2: Just already got an eye on another trailer.
3: Well that's possible. <laughs> but, I mean, they might settle up real quick. I mean, that's that's a possibility and, and one you know, the only bright side is it did happen almost here at the end of the season you know it didn't happen at the beginning of the year when you're just starting it's like if there's if there is a bright side i guess that would be it but uh man john i'm really sorry to hear that brother you know yeah you have to let us know how it all works out and everything
2: yeah Yeah, i'll be uh letting kathleen uh, i'm okay uh i believe i'm friends with her and uh on facebook Mm -hmm. i well, I think I'm friends with you on there too. I, I think, believe so.
3: Short. Yes, you are.
2: <laughs> I thought it was, but I wasn't sure.
3: If you're not, you should be.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, John, but, uh,
3: keep us posted, buddy. We are. We're very sorry to hear that, man. For sure.
2: Yeah. Well, Jeff posted some pictures of it uh, on Facebook. To, uh, well, Chris Chadwick. Uh, he was one of them. He sent it to, and mm. Kathleen seen the. Some of the pictures he posted
3: on, too. Yeah. This is crazy though, man. That is crazy. Well, like I said, at okay. least you guys are okay. That's the main thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay,
5: everyone's safe out you. there. Up the
2: trailer good. Yeah, Whew, mercy.
3: Mercy, mer- you just never know when it's going to happen. You know, it's come out of nowhere like that.
2: Man, John. Yeah,
3: crazy, brother. Well, man, thank you for letting us know what's going on. And like I said, keep us He's posted, safe. okay?
2: Oh, I will. Since that's the first time I've called in, might as well that's make right. it worthwhile. That's <laughs>
3: right. You can call in anytime. We love to hear from our listeners. You know that. So Yep, you're welcome. I know. You're welcome to call in anytime.
2: Okay. I'll right. I I just let you all know what was going on. All right.
3: Thank you, John. Thanks, we appreciate John. it. Yeah, thanks for calling, John. You take care, John. And you guys are welcome. All right. Take care, buddy.
2: All right. All right.
3: I will. All right. Bye. Bye, John. And on that note, let's turn it over to Shad Bipple for a minute. Let's get these precious metal prices there, Shad. What do you got for us?
6: All right. Well, first, I want to let everyone know, don't get discouraged (laughs) if you look at the widget at the bottom of the gold prospector space, right? Because that's based off of uh, the U.S. markets, which we closed on Friday. Correct. So those prices are only as of the 20th mm-hmm. of October, okay, which shows gold dropped $10 Correct. to $1, 200 or $1,280.
3: Right.
6: But, gotta remember, precious metals are international markets impacted and they're hot and running. The so gold's already climbed back up $6.10 from that, so Ooh. it's at $1,286.10 and tracking up.
5: Awesome.
6: Silver also is rebounding from Friday up uh, to $17.28
5: mm-hmm.
6: Platinum as well To $926.45 Okay, And that wonderful Palladium <laughs> That was up $13 on Friday Is up $5.60 Even more All Up right. to
3: $976.60 Man, I'm going to become up a- palladium (laughs) miner it's a it's a hot commodity right now i'm a lead (laughs) miner i don't know can you dredge that up i don't know (laughs) i got to find out (laughs) man that's why i want to be a palladium miner holy cow it's just climbing climbing man thank you shed we appreciate that man you're welcome. All right. Now get the heck out of here. Go go pick your kids up from work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go uh, play uh, dad taxi.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> go, go be an Uber driver. And thank you very much. But I
6: will much. have GPS on my phone <laughs> listening
3: to the show. All right. We appreciate it. That's what good producers do. That way you can keep an eye on us. Make sure we're not screwing <laughs> up. Nothing too bad. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back, everybody.
1: In 1858,
2: gold was discovered in the rivers of New Caledonia. This discovery would spark a massive gold rush. Today, the search for gold is much easier, yet still challenging with Dirt Hog Pay Dirt. At Dirt Hog, we pride ourselves on our gold and guaranteed gold amounts. Just visit DirtHogPayDirt.com today and buy yourself a bag of the best pay dirt concentrates on the market. Order with confidence in Canada and North America. DirthogPater.com. the best gold concentrates on the market period also be sure to check out our honest bonus program
3: hey everyone i want to take a minute and talk about a centrifuge that's just been introduced for the prospectors it's called the little gold spinner they have three models they have the creek side which is on wheels they have the electric model which can be used at home or with a generator and they have the prospector model which can be set in a creek and up to 14 inches of water they also have a washbox like a high banker attachment for the Creekside and Prospector models. It is compact and very portable. Little Gold Spinner is made to run raw material, but is efficient enough to use as a finisher for your concentrates. It's been tested to recover 99 plus percent. I have seen the Little Gold Spinner in the field and I have seen it work. It does recover gold right down to the fine powder. The Little Gold Spinner is very simple to set up and run. About one minute of setup time with no leveling, just set it and start running dirt. Clean out is very easy and quick also. Pull the plug out of Little Gold Spinner and rinse your concentrates into your gold pan below. You have about one cup of concentrates to pan out, about one minute of clean out time. So be sure and check out their website, theaul.com, or you can give them a call at 574-326-5765. The Little Gold Spinner is completely made in the USA. And remember, if you're going to dig it, get it all, theaul.com all right everybody we're back and here's another caller this could be clinton ken all right hello caller what's your name where you calling from
9: hello tim this is clint washburn with gold (laughs) Claw. how are
3: you clint good (laughs) and nice to hear from you
9: yeah thanks for um inviting us to come and talk we uh We aren't both here tonight, just me. Okay. I sent Ken off on an airplane ride back to Utah.
3: Oh, you, go- <laughs> you got him heading <laughs> out of there, huh? Now, aren't you going He is
9: flying as we speak.
3: And then what's he going to fly back in next week? Or don't you guys got to be somewhere yeah, else next yeah. week, I think?
9: Well, yeah, we've been, out, we've been out at the Gold Show, at the GPA Gold Show this week, oh, this okay. weekend. Okay. Which is great because we're here in Indi- Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Indiana. And what are we going to do while we're here, right? Right. Besides the GBAA. we're going to go out and find Dennis Dayton and go have some fun with him.
3: <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> There's no way we were passing
9: that opportunity. Heck, yet.
3: no. I mean, you guys could be like stalkers and, and just go and hunt him we, down. <laughs> we felt
9: we felt like stalkers because we were like, how do we get a hold of Dennis? And we so first we went to his house.
3: Oh my gosh.
9: <laughs> and and uh, but we didn't know. Exactly where he lives. So we went to his store. Okay. And at the store, we're like, "Hey, where's Dennis? We want to talk to Dennis." And the guy looks at us like, "What? Is he in trouble or something?" <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> who, who are you guys? <laughs> uh?
9: He's all looking at us. Well, you know, he, I don't know if you've seen Ken, but he's a big, scary dude. Everybody oh, thinks yeah. he's CIA or something nah. when he's walking in the door. Yeah.
5: So,
9: so. So, Dennis, I don't know what you're into, man, but, but you, were, you that guy had your back, your cousin or whatever he was there.
5: Yeah. But
9: he, he, I guess he decided it was okay because he called Paula, and Paula, she, what a sweetheart. She drove over and said hi to us and got a hold of Dennis for us, and then we found out he was 45 minutes in some other direction. Right. So we had to go chase him down there and, and finally found his secret camp spot ah and had some fun with him it was great
3: that's awesome that you get to hang out with him for a little bit while you were there in town i mean that's something that don't happen too often so that's pretty cool i know
9: the distances we all live and yeah. we're, we're online we're friends and just to get to meet some of our friends that was great
5: oh heck So we're yeah.
9: grateful to be here in indianapolis just mm-hmm. because you know we're out west and there's so much going on out here in the east and all that distance, and we actually got to come out and meet some of the folks. It was really good.
3: That is awesome. Now, now, if I'm wrong, now wasn't you debuting a new product at at this show?
9: Well, yeah, we've got a big event going on right now, and uh-huh. so so that's why we asked if if you don't mind, we call in. And no, of course not. Just wanted to share share it with all the people because it's kind of fun. hmm So um, before I before I get in there, I just want to thank everybody. Though I mean we've been on the radar now for about a year right and the gold community has just really opened up their arms to us and embraced us. so we just wanted to give some shout outs there and, and just thank your audience and all those people out there on facebook that are being so kind to us awesome and and you guys too i mean the people at gps you know you and dennis and Shad and Kathleen, we'll, we'll eventually get them using a gold claw one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> and Water, Cooley, you know. You I just can't want to train your myself whole team. Very
3: well. Well, we appreciate <laughs> it, Clint. We,
9: we we get it, though. I mean, I've said this on your show before, but you put this in the hands of a brand-new rookie, and they just go right to it. All yeah. they, all they yeah. need to do is see you do it once. Yep. You put it in the hands of a pro, and their muscle memory <laughs> kicks in, and they just keep doing those those instinctual mo- motions. So yes, we do. That's the,
3: the we got
9: to we got to cut them some slack. I think. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. You do. You have to. You have to forgive us on that one. It's it's a it, it it's a learning process for us. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing, and we'll get there. We will. But Chad uses his. A lot of yes, mm-hmm.
1: he does. Is that is that right? Yes,
3: I, I've I've yes. seen him literally well,
0: use it. So uh, he, I think we we have nothing but clear ones now, and one day he was using it in the creek, and then he couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Transparent. They
9: disappear in the water. Yeah, that is for sure.
3: It it did turn up. So. <laughs> no, that's funny.
9: We'll have, we'll have to figure out how to get to one of those purple ones.
3: Yeah. 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 She needs a purple. Perf- I love the black one. I'm sorry. I think the black one is awesome. That what? would be neat too. Shh, oh that, yeah. Shh.
7: That's how
9: secret. <laughs> oh, <No>, that's
3: right. <laughs> well, oh. now you spilled the what, bean what, what, what did I say? We,
9: we I made. Thinking. We made a very small <laughs> batch of black ones, just playing with that color, just because you on the show said you got to have the black one.
3: The special edition. And we Secretly
9: shipped one out to you.
3: Special edition, you're right.
9: And uh, yeah, so and we sent you two. Have you decided what to do with the other one yet?
3: We actually at the Cronies Club outing we used that as one of our prizes. And Bill, the owner of Bill's Pure Gold in, in in Ohio he won one of the drawings and he was drawn to that thing like a magnet and he was all over it so <laughs> he well, it's has one it. of
9: very few out there yes. in the universe that's now. what
3: i told him and he loves it He's, he he had been wanting one and that was perfect so you made that man very happy Clint. thank you yeah well, mm-hmm. good
9: i'm so glad to hear yes
5: mhm
3: so well,
9: well the the reason we really wanted to be on tonight Is because we're doing something neat, and that is that our second product, the Pocket Pan, Mm -hmm. is on Kickstarter right now. Okay. And we wanted you and your audience to to know that. So if you want to help be part of launching that, you can go out to Kickstarter and and sign up for some of the offers we have out there. And that helps us get the mold paid for so that we can actually launch this product.
3: Mm-hmm. now how does that and, kickstarter work for people
9: like uh, yeah so, explain so it. kickstarter it's really a neat program mm-hmm. it lets startups like us do pre so that people will go on there and they will pay for the product before the mold is made okay and then you can take all those payments and pay for the mold and then make the products and so what people do is you go out there you type kickstarter.com
5: mm-hmm.
9: and in the upper right, there's a little search, little magnifier search button there. You right. click that. And all you have to do is type in gold. You can type in gold club at just gold, and you will find our new project right there. Oh. So you click on our project. It, it'll it'll say the pocket pan on it.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: And uh, and you'll see it. It's, the, it's a beautiful blue, unique-looking pocket pan. You click on that, and then you can go in there and... One, you can watch the video and see it in action. Two, you can read down through all the information about it to tell you more.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: But then on the right hand side, there's offers, and those offers are for you to choose from to help help support the project. Okay. And and so there's two offers on there that you guys will probably be the most interested. One of them is a 42 percent discount. Oh wow. The other one is a 51 percent discount. I think there's more than one at 51 percent. Mm-hmm. And so. Basically, our thanks back is we we lower the prices. These are the lowest prices you get on these products for the year. Sure. On the Kickstarter. So that's our thanks back to you. And then it helps us get that mold actually built so we can produce them.
3: Right. Which makes sense. And it's like, you know, they're actually, they're just like pre-ordering it. So that's what's really cool. It's just a pre-order. Yeah. That's as simple as it is. It's a big discount on a pre-order is what it is. If you don't mind waiting a little bit. You're going to get a great deal on the product, so it's awesome. Now it we,
9: yeah, yeah, you get fifty-one percent discount. Yeah, if you depending on which offer you choose.
3: Mm-hmm.
9: Now, we jumped the gun just a little bit, we had such a good early response that we actually told the mold maker to get started.
5: Oh wow! And okay.
9: we received our first prototype. They built it Friday. They overnighted it. And Saturday delivered it to us here at the show. Oh, cool. And we got our first prototypes in hand, and they looked beautiful. Nice. And we took some of those and and gave a few of those out Mm -hmm. for people to play around with, and and Dennis is one of those guys that happened to get his hands on one. He,
3: he oh, bragged yeah, about it. yeah, so cool. Yeah, he already did his brag at the beginning of the show that he got one. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So,
9: and they they look great, and, and I cannot believe how good these things catch the gold.
3: Yeah. And,
9: you know, this thing almost didn't happen at all because I, some of the people out on Facebook and, and that would come up and talk to me said, hey, can you make a little one, a little one that goes in your pocket?
5: Mm-hmm. I was
9: just like, "What do you want? A little one? For? I know, a right. little toy one." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, "Come on, let's make a big one, not a little one, right?"
3: Yeah, right. You think and bigger?
9: Yeah, yeah. Let's make one that's super big, and, <laughs> and which we're working on that one too. Mm-hmm. But but they just keep working me and working me, just like Dennis and Purple,
3: right? Right. Make
9: purple. Make a purple.
3: Purple. Purple. Purple.
9: And so I'm just like, I gotta. So many people are saying this, i got to get serious about it. So I made a little pro- prototype and started playing with it, mm-hmm. and I absolutely fell in love with it. I, I, then I got it because, I mean, just think of all the things you can do with a little pan. One, have you ever been that guy that takes a tablespoon and puts it in a pan and works out the super fine gold and then another tablespoon?
5: That's me. Why
9: do that with a big heavy pan? Good point. Do it with a little pan, yeah. right? Listen, do a little guy do, that's do not going to wear your Do you need less water
0: to use it since it's smaller?
9: Uh, wait, what was that, Kathleen?
0: Uh, do you need less water to use the little...
9: Pocket? Well, that's, that's the beauty of it is, remember when you guys were in that hotel trying to pan in that sink? <laughs> <laughs> and we were all yeah. laughing at you. <laughs> you... That little teeny thing, I can pan inside my gold claw pan. Oh, wow. Oh. It uses such a small amount of water. You can put a little dish right there in front of you and, and pan right there.
3: That's a good idea. So
9: so it, it, it helps you in that scenario. If you're crevicing. remember how Dennis said he was had a crevice and he could barely fit his gold claw in there? Even smaller ones now, you can get in there and crevice with this thing.
5: That's oh, yeah.
9: Um, it fits in your pocket. It's in your glove box. It's... Where you know it's just conveniently right there, and I don't know about you guys, but I usually don't grab my gold pan everywhere I go, thinking I'm going to find something. I usually get out there on the road, and then I find something. I go, I I I got to check that dirt out. Mm-hmm. And Then you wish you had your pan with you, right? So there's just so many different applications. I've just fallen in love with it.
3: I like the idea you could toss it in your glove box or in your center console, and and it's just like there if you need it. It's just there, you know. get back and, your and,
0: when you travel? I, I store
9: it in my laptop bag.
7: Oh, there you go there, too. Right. And and you can make a sundae. It's the perfect size to make a sundae. Oh, you can put an ice cream sundae. put a banana in it. put Fill it with ice cream. It's the perfect same I, size. I
9: want, go buy. I want my pocket pan back. <laughs> <laughs> You're not eating a sundae in there. <laughs>
3: that is a good idea. <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, I guess you could if you want to. <laughs> uh,
3: that's a good idea. <laughs> I like that's that. funny. Yeah, but now we actually seen this product when we were in Vegas. That was when you actually introduced. Yeah, it.
9: that was the very first mm-hmm.
3: concept.
9: It was a mm-hmm. little little rougher looking, and and right. uh, we had it under those lights, and
3: it looked really cool. And yeah, in
9: Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so and so now it's actually
3: been refined
9: a little bit it looks a lot nicer and a lot more playing with it so we have got some features in here that i just can't believe how good they they um grab that gold we might i shouldn't say this on there so i'm going to be ken for a minute
5: <laughs> okay
9: <laughs> <laughs> we might have to update that 2017 mold and make a 2018 model of the original gold class with some of these features, they just really? they just catch the gold like crazy.
3: Ah, that sounds interesting too, though. You know? you're gonna put maybe some of the features of the small pan into the gold call. Well, it could be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
9: because and yeah, and there's a place to sneak them in there. So.
3: See, you're you're always tweaking, right? I mean, it's like okay, maybe we should do this, and then you do, <laughs> and you just keep making it better and better. You're making a a great That's product. That's right. And, even greater. That's right. Really it would be, it, uh, it's it's amazing. I, I got to see this thing in action now. Now, you know this little one. I, I like the idea, like you said, the the tablespoon of cons you just put in there, because uh, I, I know a lot of times, like if I get pay dirt, that's why I like doing it, a tablespoon at a time, and just sitting there and just playing with it. So that would be turn awesome. on the
9: tube. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. See? To a bowl of black sand
3: that would uh, be really i do too that would be cool see i i think it would really be nice and it's just easy to carry with you because i'm with you i don't yeah. see i should have a gold pan in my car and i don't when i had my truck i always kept one behind the seat but in my car i do not have one and uh, maybe this is something i could consider taking one of them toss it in the glove box and it's there just in case. Come to one of those small little creeks and go, God, I wish I had a way to check this. There you go. If you, if you had a little black one, it would match. It would. A little black one would be, like, <laughs> perfect.
9: You're still pushing that black one,
3: aren't
9: you? So haven't you been educated yet by
3: Dennis? No. Dennis, educate? Purple
9: is the new black.
3: <laughs> those two words don't even go in the same sentence, Clint. Well, wait a minute. I thought you said you like purple, Tim. Huh? I thought you said you liked the purple. You were well, impressed liked, with it. I love your purple gold pan that I got from you. Yeah, I like the purple, but I like black. I mean, black is my favorite pan. And there is. That's my favorite cleanup pan is my small black one I have, you know. But I'm, I am yeah. the I, I do. Well, you know, Dennis, I, every time I go, I use my purple pan. I have pan. this
9: feeling black is in this coming in the future. Oh, I just cool. have that gut feeling. Cool.
3: That'd be nice. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, just works for me <laughs> but yes Dennis the purple does work for me too <laughs> oh. well
9: purple's pretty cool it shows the gold really oh, well it does? and it shows the black sands the yes. black sands blend into a black tan yeah
3: right the black sands a little, do a mm-hmm. little bit
9: buried it's kind of hard to tell you have a thick spot
3: Mm-hmm. right but the purple it just jumps out at you the black sands and the gold yeah yes, yes it does yeah. but I like to be different I guess you know <laughs> Maybe that's what well, I just like
9: to—I would just like to remind everybody what what's really going on here. I mean, we got so many people out there saying we love it, we bought it, and we love it. We have a whole other handful of people saying this piece of crap. There's no way this thing could ever work. And let me give you the ten reasons why. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's just super polar. But of course, those are the ones that haven't tried it yet, right? Right. But here's really what's going on. There there's other fast panning methods out there but what's really unique about this one is all those other techniques require skill. They require practice sure. and, and experience. Mm-hmm. This, this gold cloth pan, the technique used, the shake and tilt method, it does not take training to pick this thing up and use it. Right. It may require some unlearning from, from some of the pros, right.
5: <laughs> but,
9: but for rookies, it doesn't require any experience or training. And so it's opening the door to people that just don't have panning skills to come in and just move tons of dirt like a pro. Right, right. And, and for people like my son, my son Ty, I took him out panning trying to get him hooked, mm-hmm. and he liked it until he panned. And, that you know, he spent a half hour on that pan, and he got so frustrated I I, I literally couldn't get him back out. Oh, wow. And then and then the gold cloth came along,
3: mm-hmm. and
9: now he says he loves panning again.
3: Oh, <laughs> <Well>, that's good. <laughs> you know? Cause now he's,
9: I can do it finally, he said. He just doesn't have, he's a millennial, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. have the patience right. to sit there and practice until he's got the skill.
3: Right. But if you watch, like, your you guys' videos where it shows using the pan, it its it's so nice. And I've seen Ed, actually, he was doing demonstrations with it at Gold Rush Days. And it's just like, I, it just works. And it's so quick and simple. And it's like, okay, right. You just gotta, it's hard to
9: believe that it could really go yeah, that fast. Yeah, that. It's you know, that but it really does.
3: It is very fast. And that is what's nice about it. It's quick. I mean, it's real quick. When I was watching him I'm like, oh, my, yeah. And, and next thing you know, boom, there's your fine gold. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, that's just amazing. They, and they make it look so simple. And like you said, for some of us, it just takes that retraining your brain to do it this way, not the way we're so used to doing it. But if you can do it, it's awesome. It is. A, it does well, what you say it'll do.
9: You kind of brought up an interesting point there.
3: Mm-hmm. We
9: have to unlearn that circular swirl right. motion.
3: And I do it every time. And they time. have to unlearn
9: that dipping and washing <laughs> motion. Those two are the big ones you unlearn. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? I'm not the first one to come up with the side-to-side thing. That's something that's growing out there amongst the experts of really nasty, fine gold, mm-hmm. fine black fans. Right. Have you ever watched Steve Pomerenke pan?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
9: He, his life is, is that nasty, sea black fan. Yeah. Him. He, it's it's side, side to side. To side in, yes. a, in a conventional pan, but yes. it's side to it's side. It's
3: side to side. You're right. It, all, it always it's, is. It's yep. not swirling. Yep. This is true. And it, it works. So it, that's what I mean. If, you, if anybody listening hasn't tried it, the gold claw pan, get your hands on one and try it. You're going to be amazed. And I suggest you watch the video to see how to do it. Because if not, you're going to get out there and you're going to swirl it around. And you're going to do it like we do. Watch the video. It, right. it takes a minute to watch this video. And see how easy it is to use this gold claw pan. And you're going to see, wow, this thing is, just works. And it does. And that's what's great about it. And I, I hope the pocket pan works just as easy as the gold claw pan.
9: It, it is. It's okay. just as fast, just as easy.
3: Same. I and mean, it has
9: those additional nuanced features that oh my gosh does it hold on to the gold
3: and do you do this pocket pan the same is it the same technique that we use for the regular gold cloth pan
9: it's exactly the, the exact same technique same. it's okay. just a, a tiny version it's of it. it's
3: just a smaller version of it okay so tch, easy enough <laughs> dennis did you try so, yours temp- dennis yeah did you try yours this weekend
7: no, actually, I've I didn't I haven't tried mine. Okay. I've got my I got my my uh, cons, and when I go through it, I'm going to be
3: using it on that. Oh, okay, okay, cool, good. I'll tell you somebody who
9: has it's it's Jesse and and Ed. Mm-hmm. They ended up with one this weekend, and they they were working the panning booth at the show, and uh, they've been they were they've been using it quite a bit, and they were just raving about it. I oh,
3: love it. Okay, so they they actually tried it out there at the show, and they loved it. Huh? Good, 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 good. Yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Oh, check it out. Let's See, but that's very cool. I very happy for you, Clint. I'm glad you guys got that. Getting ready to come out for everybody to get a hold of one of them. So I encourage everyone. So so just just
9: a reminder: you go to Kickstarter.com mm-hmm. and. You find you click on that little search menu and you type in gold and then you'll see the the pocket pan it says tiny pocket sized pan right on it and you'll see it it's blue and it looks very much like the original gold cloth mm-hmm. you click in there and then you look on the right hand side and you'll see the offers and look for the ones that are forty two percent and fifty one percent off That's
3: just those cool.
9: are the, the sweet spot
3: yeah. a, I know somebody posted a link to it in the chat room so i'm going to click on it real quick I want to see something yes oh wow okay did we
9: do we have any questions that came up out there
3: Uh, in the chat room Uh, yeah No, you're not in the chat room you can't see Mm, let me scroll through them real quick (laughs) don't mind mind me no there's there's just one more
9: thing I'll point out while you're checking Mm -hmm. mm-hmm you mentioned go out and look at the video and see how fast it really is.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: That that small group of people that didn't get one, but they're saying there's no way it can go that fast.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: I just want to remind everybody out there that those large fins, when you pan any material, it's going to behave differently depending on the properties of the dirt and the gold. But the you look, when you pan it forward and get it vertical and bring it back slow, you can see where your gold is on those fins. Uh-huh. And there's... There's, And what you're looking for is 90% in the pan, 10% on that first ridge, a flake or two on the third ridge, and nothing on the fourth. If you're panning like that, no matter what your material, you're at your right speed. If you're starting to see gold up on that outer ridge, you slow down and match the speed to the material. And if you see no gold out on those fins, you're going way too slow, and you're losing time, mm-hmm. so you can speed it up. So you tune it to whatever the material is, and you're not going to lose your gold.
3: Right. Let's see, I, I'm, I'm checking out your Kickstarter page right now. And that is a great deal you got going on on them things. <laughs> yeah. I encourage everybody to click on over there and check this out. It's, a, you know, 42% off, 24% off, 51% off. There's some good, you got some great deals going on here. So, they... If anybody's considering this, they need to go over there and check it out right away.
7: Oh yeah, take advantage of it while yeah. you can.
3: Yes, the link is posted again in the chat room in a, a couple times, so you can click on that and and uh, definitely great deals there, Clint. Thank you, buddy. That is awesome.
9: Yeah, it's 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 a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And once the Kickstarter's over, then it goes back to normal pricing.
3: Right. I see. Uh okay. And
9: it's there's 9 days left.
3: 9 days left on the Kickstarter.
9: Yeah, ah. there are 9 days left to go. So okay, about 1 week.
3: Okay, so you guys got a week if you're listening. So In on.
9: fact, it ends next Wednesday, not not this Wednesday, but the following, the following Wednesday. If I remember right.
3: Awesome. Man, so good luck and, with that, brother. That is cool.
9: And the reason I did that was because of your show. <laughs> I wanted to end the day of your show so nobody could forget the last day. Oh, there you go. I don't know. I might call in then and just remind everybody. Yeah, you
3: could do that. Call in real quick. Say, this is the last day. You better get on. Just a
9: reminder. (laughs) Yep. Over and out.
3: Yep, just a quick (laughs) reminder. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) That's all you got to do. Exactly. Pretty simple. Well,
9: thank you, Tim. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome.
3: Thank you, Clint, for everything you do. And uh, keep up the good work, brother. And, yeah. Thank you. Definitely. You're welcome. All right. You take care, brother.
9: You take right. care, too.
3: All right. Bye. Bye, Clint. hey Clint. All right. That was our friend, Clint from Gold Claw. Very cool. That's pretty neat. All righty. Now, where was we? Oh, it's nine. Well, wait. There's somebody calling. Hold on a second. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Nugget Brain
1: Rain in Colorado.
3: Hey, Wayne, what's happening?
1: (laughs) Oh, not much. Hey, those Gold Claw pans are awesome.
3: Have you used one?
1: Oh, yeah, I've used one, and they even donated some, and we used them for giveaways at our show we had, and then we used them for giveaways at our outings, Mm -hmm. and... Two weeks ago, they had an outing over in Oklahoma, and they gave one away there.
3: Yeah, Gold Club guys are, are pretty generous with the giveaways, and and uh, they they do have a great product. That's cool that you got that you've got to use one, and you know, awesome. So, what's been happening with you?
1: Oh, you know, it's been a long summer. I spent six weekends up in Silverton, Colorado area. Uh huh. We we now picked up nine gold claims.
3: Very nice
1: to use and we have a lifetime membership
3: mm-hmm.
1: so there's going to be even more coming along and done a couple uh gem and mineral shows i just did one two weeks ago over in moab utah and it was the first time in i don't know how many years i've been doing the show over i'm going to say 25 30 years it was the first time they ever had gold panning for the kids and they want me to come back next year and then we're going to do gold metal detecting with the kids also
3: oh that'd be nice
1: very so nice. it's been busy and we've been out looking for my children and i have been out looking for the fan treasure we made four trips so far to an area that we've been exploring and haven't found it yet but two and a half million dollars worth of golden and gems and everything else is waiting for us yes it days. is
3: well that's cool that you're getting out there and looking for it at least somebody yeah. we know is. Yep. <laughs> Very nice. Good luck. You know, if, if you find it, be sure.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> my son and I have been going metal detecting with my daughter, and my son found, it's on my Facebook page, my son found a 24-inch men's necklace, uh, 18-karat gold, worth over $900. Oh,
3: great find very
1: nice it. that's a... we filled a gallon jar of garbage and a half of mason jar full of coins already oh wow so you've been, been busy
3: yeah yeah you've definitely been busy this summer you know we hadn't heard from yeah. you for a little bit and i was wondering what's been going on with you uh you got anything coming up here in the future
1: uh, not right now, but April of next year, we're going to do a treasure show in Durango, Colorado. We've mm-hmm. already rented the hall and
5: okay.
1: the, the, the covered patio. And then we have the arena that we rented and we're going to do a big silver hunt out there. We're going to plant silver and you bring out your metal detectors, you pay a fee to get in and who knows how much silver you're going to walk away with. Okay. Um, uh, the weekend of July 4th, July 4th is on a uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the weekend just before it, we're going to have our big hunt over here in Mancus, Colorado.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And then next year again in October, we'll have our antler hunt.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, you you make you make sure you give us a call before April again so we can remind everybody about this. And, and, and if you guys get something before then, you know, of course, give us a call and, announce it to everybody that way they're aware of these outings and events you have up that way you know definitely Mm-hmm.
1: and if you go, if you go on our main site uh for watts they also have a picture of my son and his gold necklace oh on there. okay
3: all right cool very neat uh, well check that out
1: we inviting everybody to join Watts this year it's going to be a great year we got a lot planned and we got a lot of shows we are going to be doing
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, we're going to be traveling a lot this year visiting clubs and organizations and so it's going to be a super year for Watts
3: very nice yeah you, you keep us posted Wayne okay Like you always do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I try. If I don't get out there, nobody else will.
3: Right. Well, we appreciate it, man. And like I said, keep in touch. Let us know what's going on, okay? And tell your son congrats on that find. Great find.
1: All right. Thank you and have a great one and we'll talk to you soon. You're welcome. Take care, Wayne.
3: Bye, buddy. Bye. All right. Pretty cool. That was a sweet find. All right. Now you know what where where are we at anyway? <laughs> Somebody help me here.
0: Um, giveaway
3: Uh yeah. And then we got our <laughs> then I gotta do my gold rush thingy. I forgot. Oh that. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kathleen, the why don't you get a name? And first I off have a name. Okay, first off, uh we're gonna give away a Bag of Jimbo's gold and the rules are as always. You have one minute thirty seconds to answer in the chat room that you are here. So Kathleen, let's hear it. We have James Light. One more time. James Light. Jane, Jane? James. 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 James Light. One minute thirty seconds. Oh, he's already there. congrats james should i let this continue playing i'll give dennis a break gosh (laughs) congrats james oh what'd i do i don't know what i even did all right very cool james rich will be sending you a little message to give him your mailing info we'll get that out to jimbo and you will get a bag of Jimbo's Gold
4: Concentrate. And
3: post pictures. Yes, please post pictures. Please, 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 please.
4: Now, yeah, I would like that people that was at the Crony Club outing, you know. Mostly, mm-hmm. if you have gold, post it. But, of course, if you won something, like everybody did get something. Yeah, but, everybody <laughs> had something. Yeah, post that you too.
3: Know, yeah.
4: Please post it, you know. <laughs> Let everybody know, hey. You know, you were at the Crony Club outing, this is what you've got.
3: This is what you missed by not being a crony and not coming to the outing. Heck yeah, you're right, Rich. Yeah, thank you. For sure. Now, I guess I'll go on and kick it on over to the gold rush moments, we'll call it for right now. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a very exciting gold rush, I'm going to say, this week, you know. It, uh, you're going to do a spoiler alert for me cause uh, okay well it, you didn't really miss <laughs> you didn't miss much this week honestly Kathleen I was like really you know not not the greatest show well you know first off to start off with somebody was shooting at the Hoffman crew oh
0: uh, yeah Did I recorded you... this
3: too when it yeah, happened yeah News. yeah well okay so it actually made the show and wow. the person was apprehended and arrested so that's one good thing nobody was hurt they got the person uh i i don't know i guess they're upset because they're driving up and down that road to get to their mine or something they that's were shooting at yeah literally that's terrible pulled out a gun and started shooting at him you know they thought that the guy needed help or something they said and they pulled up and the guy just started ripping into him and they started to pull away and they seen him reach into his pants and pull out a gun and start shooting at him. It's like, oh, what geez. in the world? That's just craziness. But uh, Did
0: they show it on the show? No.
3: No, of course not. They oh. No, they did not show it. Uh, but that was one of the things that happened with the Hoppins this week. And then they got snowed in on one day. So it looked like they lost a day of running because of the weather and the shooting incident. <clears throat> Tony Beats did finally get down to his dredge and and started taking it apart, you know, with his Tony Beats method of rip and tear and, you know, (laughs) let it land where it might and we'll worry about it when the time comes of putting it back together. But uh, they're making some headway and, you know, I predict this week they'll get her torn down pretty good. Look like they got the sluice boxes off and all the exterior metal siding and stuff like that. So it's moving along. It's getting there. They couldn't get their barge down there yet because they're still having engine trouble. So they mm-hmm. just flew down there and worked on it. But uh, So what
0: about the cleanup race? Did they do any cleanup? Okay,
3: yes, the cleanup race. Now, now as you all know, Parker's only running one, one wash plant right now still. Todd's running two. So on that race, Todd got 183 ounces with two wash plants. Parker's one wash plant, 145. So Parker's still losing by, eh, I forget, what, 20, 30 ounces, something like yeah, that? Yeah,
0: but he he's running one, one wash
3: you're plant right, in. one. Now, hopefully <laughs> this week. He's almost getting as much as the right, two. Now Parker did open up a new cut that's, like, the size of, like, 20 football fields. Oh, and, he'll catch it. And they're down to the pay layer, and he's going to get his second wash plant up and running. So if he gets that second plant up and running, I see Parker shooting ahead. By leaps and bounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really do. That's what I see. I mean, you know, Parker had, you know, a lot of breakdowns. You know, one dozer kept giving him a lot of trouble. But 145 ounces for one wash plant's pretty darn good. Especially when, you know, Todd, 183, two wash plants. So, I... And the
4: one guy kept breaking equipment.
3: Yeah, he just, I mean, he was just everything he drew. Um, he was having a bad day, or it was like, what in the world? <laughs> you know, but uh,
7: I'm gonna have to make I'm gonna have to make sure and watch this so you don't ruin it for me because oh, I haven't yeah. seen any of it yet, and was gonna watch him. So
3: now I know. No, this is my Gold Rush spoiler section. Yeah, that I do every Sunday it's to spoil to spoil alert for everybody that didn't watch it on Friday. See, this way. <laughs>
0: But I still watch them, you know. Well, yeah, cause. because
3: I'm not perfect. I'm going to miss a lot of stuff. But but it really wasn't that great of a episode, I think, this week. I'm hoping next week's better. And I would love to see Parker get that second wash plan up and running. And really.
0: Is he going to be mining that virgin ground next to Tony? Uh, well,
3: they didn't talk no more about it this week. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling by the end of this season, they will be over there at least opening up a cut and, you know seeing what they can do and like i said we got to see what kind of drama unfolds between him and tony with that as well so (laughs) that i'm sure will be a little later in the season i bet (laughs) you know uh i'm trying to think if i missed anything i think i that pretty much covered it like i said it wasn't a lot seemed like going on on the show this week it uh, was kind of boring so next sunday i hope i have a little more to talk about in my gold rush spoiler alert Thank you, everybody. <laughs> you like that, Dennis? Spoiler Dennis, alert. Dennis, you like that yeah, spoiler right,
7: alert? I, I, I won't miss it now. I'll be able to watch every every <laughs> but...
3: Right, see? <laughs> then you can tell me if I missed anything. See? That's why I do it. So, awesome. Now, also, we're going to give something else away tonight, here in a couple minutes, before we wrap it up. One of our friend Steve Hamilton, over at com. He's gonna give away a gold pan vial and snuffer to one of our members. And uh actually he gave us some discount codes that we posted in the crony club for the cronies, get the first shot at it, you know, for about a week and then we'll post it on the main site. Now if you've never checked out make your own gold bars, he carries a little bit of everything. It's more than just make your own gold bar stuff. So but he does got some really cool crucibles, for if you melt your gold, got some pretty neat ones. That, uh very interesting. So check that out, and like I said, Kathleen will get another name ready, and we'll we'll give that away tonight as well. And, Rich, did you get uh, the... Yep, I already sent it to you, buddy. Uh, awesome, thank you. and that, Appreciate it. So, Kathleen, you just tell me when you're ready, and uh, we'll give away okay. that, that pan and snuffer. And the rules are, like always, 1 minute 30 seconds to answer that you're here. Yeah, so whenever you're ready, Kathleen. Okay. So
0: I hope I pronounced the the last name correct. It's a Robert Critchley. Robert. One more time. It's Critchley. Critchley. C R I T C H L E Y. Robert Critchley.
3: Okay. What the heck was that noise? loud. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> it was loud. <laughs> Robert Critchley. Didn't Critchley. That looks, that looks right. I think you pronounced yeah, it right. I didn't
4: know how to spell it. I had to look it up real quick. Yeah,
3: so. I think that's right. Robert Critchley. Critchley, yeah. I think you've got it, Kathleen. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Close enough. Come on, Robert. You've got less than a minute remaining. Dan, Dan, can play the song again, but I won't, Dennis. No worries. <laughs> Get ready with a second name, Kathleen. Just in case Robert is not here. 30 you seconds. I'll say it, Robert. Robert Critchley And while we're waiting on Robert Like I've said many times before If if you like what we do here And what we do on the site Be sure and become a patron You can click the patron tab on any page Here on Gold Prospector Space And become a patron That helps us to help you So we appreciate everybody's help And also don't forget you can become a crony And uh, this month we're giving away a Dream Mat. I think it's a Dream Rat Mat or something. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dennis. Uh, uh, uh. Go on, Kathleen. New name. The Mini. The mini, the mini. <clears throat> mini Rat or something? That's what
7: it's called. Uh, it says right on it. Oh, crap.
3: <clears throat> Alright, next one. Gold Rat Mini Mat uh. we're giving away to one of our cronies. Alright. And a ba- sample bag of Tommy Knocker's Pay Dirt. So, next name, Kathleen. All right. I have Terry Gentile. Terry Gentile. One minute, 30 seconds. Terry Gentile. Or is it Terry Gentile? Oh. (laughs) It could be Gentile. I don't know. Could be. Or it could be Gentile. Terry Gentile. Gentile, are you out there? Dun, dun, dun. Are you here, Terry? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes, and yes. Tickie tockie. <laughs> gentile Gentilely. Terry, gentilely. Tick tock, tick tock. Yes, tick tock, tick tock. Thirty seconds. Get ready with another day. Have <laughs> left
4: the house. <laughs> Refresh the page, maybe.
3: Twenty seconds. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, the pressure. Yes. Nine, eight, seven, six,
0: five. <laughs> All right, Kathleen, new name. I have a new name. Uh, James Griffin. James Griffin. Uh, We know him.
3: (laughs) James Griffin. Terry, you're too late. She's already drew another name. If James doesn't answer, maybe we'll give it to Terry.
4: They're saying she said she was here.
3: She said it after we already picked a new name. Yeah. After the buzzer went. If James doesn't answer, we will give it to Terry. How's that sound?
4: All right.
3: Sound fair? Yep. Sounds fair to me. Come on. Do, 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 do. 30 seconds. 30 seconds for ba- <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep.
4: That's why we do the minute and 30 seconds
3: mm-hmm. because of the lag. All right. A um, yep, 1 minute 30 seconds is more than adequate time. More than enough time. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We must have a big long delay because right. everyone's saying that he was there. Yeah. They yeah, when they when they said they were here that was Ten seconds after we'd already called the name, Right. The new name. We'll give so it to Terry. We're gonna give it to Terry though, because James didn't answer. Right, so, I, Terry, you got it. Congratulations, you lucked out on that one. You gotta be quick. One minute thirty seconds is plenty of time. Yeah. So, congratulations, Terry, and thank you to Steve Hamilton at make, MakeYourOwnGoldBars.com. dot for that nice. giveaway pretty cool pretty cool and thanks to Jimbo at Jimbo's Gold for his nice giveaway tonight too as well man so what are we forgetting here
0: I always like to see where people are from uh-huh you know um when we pick the winners just oh, just yeah. to see you know how many people we reach out there and uh-huh. I don't know where Terry's from
3: I don't know I hope she's in the United States because they have to be in the United States too yeah <laughs> yes Mm hmm. Yes, Terry. I think so. They know Scott Swiftwater. Terry, Rich is going to send you a message. Send, give them your address and all your mailing info, and I'll get there. Already
4: sent her a side chat, just waiting on
3: them to reply. Yep, yep, Terry, just reply to Rich's side chat with all your mailing info.
0: Tell us where they're from.
3: Yeah. yeah. We,
0: we the right know there now. is
4: a delay, folks. So yes. We know that. Yes. That's why you have a minute and 30 seconds. Right,
3: that's exactly.
4: And when I type the name in, I type the name in right after he says it. Then you don't hear it for 10 or 15 seconds, Mm -hmm. but you should already read the name when I'm typing it in.
3: Yeah, and that gets your attention. That should
4: get your attention
3: before you hear it. Well, terry is in illinois very illinois he's illinois. in illinois, An illinois. you guys were saying she it's a he it's a he okay i'm sorry terry i <laughs> knew he would, it was a he <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations terry you know and uh i said yeah that's why we have the delay and that's why we do one minute, why 30 I type the name in 30
4: seconds before they mm-hmm. hear it
3: right exactly name goes up and it's like yep i typed it twice yeah, I mean, we say we're getting ready to do a giveaway. We're going to do a giveaway. Kathleen, draw a name. She draws a name. Rich types it in the chat room. And then, yeah. So And then they hear it. And then they hear it. So, <laughs> right. It's one minute and 30 seconds. Nobody's got a minute and 30 second delay. That's for sure. So, that's why it's 1 minute 30 seconds. So, congrats to both of our winners tonight. And I'll get that information out to the sponsors that are doing these giveaways. And they will get you your prizes sent out. Very cool. And James was from Texas. James is from Texas.
0: We had an Illinois and Texas.
3: Cool. Very cool. Let me see. So, we got that. We did that. Got that. Uh Uh-huh. I think that about covers everything, unless I'm missing something, guys. Am I missing uh, anything?
0: Are we missing anything, Mr. Producer? He's back from playing Dad oh. Taxi. Oh,
3: okay, <laughs> so we're good. I think we've got. We you. are good. All righty, good, good, good. <laughs> and on that note, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to tune in Wednesday night for our West Coast Wednesday show, and uh, at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we hope you all enjoyed the show. Don't forget, become a crony. And we will be starting a new monthly giveaway on GPS in November for everybody. So be watching for that. It's going to be a great giveaway from our friends over at Goldhog. So won't want to miss that one either. So thanks again for tuning in. And until Wednesday, have a great week, everybody. Good night, Good night. all.
2: Good night, Good night. all. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 7.30 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com.
0: With the Lucky landslots, slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.